0: So this story is really coming along. Like I mentioned in the last podcast, um, it's really starting to get interesting. So I'm excited to read chapter 9 to you. Um, Again, this is Supernatural Academy um, by Maria Grant. If you want to support the artist, you can go to Amazon, search for Maria Grant, um, Supernatural Academy, Or you can like, share the podcast, continue to support the artist. Um, And again, if there's any authors that you want me to read, I'll be more than happy to take a look at their book, read it. Even if it's a book that you've been interested in, but you haven't bought it yet, um, I'll be more than happy to read it for you guys. Um, But we are starting chapter 9. is called Missing. Reed is worried. It's been an hour, and Max has not shown up, nor has he called or responded to Reed's messages. Reed went to the dorm where Max stays in, but no one has seen him for a couple hours. Max's phone just rings and rings and rings, and Reed bites on his thumbnail and takes out his phone and texts Anders. His twin states he can't talk right now because of Kaya drama. So Reed takes Ya texts Gates next who says he's on the way. Reed walks back to the library and sits on the front steps, legs shaking with nerves, with the killer druid on the loose. Now Max is maybe missing. He's on high alert right now. Yates shows up with Sophie, Declan, and Malcolm and Tell. Reed raises a brow but doesn't question it out loud. They were bored. Yate simply replies. Concerned. Sophie glares at the dollar teen who had just spoken. Should we check the woods? It might not be safe. Malcolm rubs on his chin. Maybe we should find a teacher to talk to his alpha? <laughs> Good luck finding a teacher. They tend to disappear when you need them the most at this school. Declan responds as he stretches. Alpha it is, then Yates rolls his neck before starting to walk. They stay in the Western Commons, right? Reed his said. With the campus, all supernatural creatures are welcome to stay, even if they don't go to the school. There are four sections of housing, the Western, Eastern, Northern, and Southern Commons. Everyone can stay where they want, but most tend to house with their own kind or people they know. The western commons are mostly filled with werewolves and other shifters. Yates begins to walk to where the werewolves are. As they reach the housing community, he stops and turns behind them. I better do this alone, Yates informs him. It's true, though. Reed, Anders, and Declan are notorious for fighting with werewolves. None of them will be welcome. Sophie shot down about three werewolves, so they're still a bit better. Then there's Malcolm, whom they hate because they fear he'll be able to read their darkest secrets. That leaves Yates. He walks through various houses he walks past various houses, annoying some little kids playing basketball on the street. He walks about two more blocks before he stops at a massive house that could rival his own. It's an ancient Victorian style home. And he walks up to the door only to have it open automatically. Standing in the doorway is a large man, both in height and in size. Alpha Desba is from the Navajo tribe, and his name loosely translates to war. He stands at around 6'5", with large and well-toned arms. He's completely solid in the waist, has legs that look like they'll crush you, and has long brown hair that falls halfway down his back. He resembles a slightly lighter a slightly lighter and tanner version of Jason Mimela. Gaze remains calm, like he always does, and greets the man with an initial head nod, keeping his eyes to the ground as a sign of respect. You can look up. The man grumbles, and Gaze does so with permission. It's about a member of your pack. Max. Despa is already on alert, arms flexing as he folds them across his wide chest. What did he do now? The alpha demands to know. He never showed up to tutoring. Gates goes in for the kill. His roommates haven't seen him. He doesn't respond to his phone either. Just wanted to let you know in case you wanted to go search for him. Sophie is already telling her mom. The Alpha narrows his eyes. His mom just spoke to him about five hours ago. The Alpha tilts his head to say. A kid goes missing for a few hours and the headmistress needs to know. Along with the kid's Alpha. Yes would panic at the quick calculation, but he's far too calm and practice and lying on community call with his pants down. Rita's his tutor and he likes to worry. He admits. Pattern is really important to him. And Max not showing up and not responding is out of pattern. If you weren't concerned about this, then so be it. But we did our job of informing you. Yates doesn't wait for the man to say anything else. He just turns and leaves as he walks back to where the others are. He can't help but have this sinking feeling on the pit of his stomach that something isn't right. Why message Reed you want a tutor session and then not show up? That's not like Max at all. He keeps thinking about all of this until he sees the others. Reed looks increasingly more worried. Which isn't good. Mom is on it, Sophie lets Yace know. Says she'll send out some trackers. Yace nods and pats Reed on the back. She also said a few students have gone missing from our sister's school in Paris. That can't be good, right? Reed is answering now. There's something more I have to do about this. You did all you could, man. Yace lets his friend know. Reed nods and lets his friend whisk him away. I just hope he's okay, Reed says quietly. No one responds, but it goes on to they're all thinking the same thing. At the same time, we can't help but wonder how Anders is doing with Kaya. So while the others are headed home, Anders is with Kaya. You are so stupid, Anders shouts at the girls back. Kaya stops walking and glares. If you want me to cooperate, insulting me is definitely not the means to go about doing it. Kaya informs the teen. Stop following me. I saw you die and then you storm off by yourself. Anders hits below the belt. Kaya silently sees. He's correct. She knows it. Thank you. Anders blows out of breath. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings or lie or whatever by not telling you. I genuinely had no idea how to say it. We don't really know each other. Kaya begins. I get that. But treat me like you would the others. That means telling me all the crappy stuff I don't want to hear. Don't you think I want to know if I'm in danger so I can at least prepare myself mentally? Prepare my mom. She just lost her husband. She needs to be prepared if she has to lose me too. I can't just die on her. Kai's eyes are filled with tears, despite herself. I just feel so shitty. He goes to give her a hug and freezes upon making contact. His body stills, and he sees flashes of Kaya arguing with someone. The, bl- the wind blows dangerously hard and then the scene fades to black. Just as he hears a scream of someone's name being called, he blinks and releases her hold. The Kaya in the vision and the Kaya now look the exact same. Like even down to the hairstyle and length, He had hoped that his vision of her dying was sometime in the distant future when she's older. But it might be closer than he had feared. Thank you. Kaya mumbles as they pull apart. His guilt hasn't subsided. And his dumb stomach tosses in worry. He wants to see the whole picture before he tells her anything more. He just hopes he doesn't wait too long. Come on tells her. Let's walk back, so they do. They head back to an empty house filled with pizza. They eat and wait for the others to come. Once the others return, the seven of them spend the rest of the night watching movies and just being teenagers, trying not to worry too much about the world around them. Waking up the next morning, Kaya feels tired, but determined to make the most of the day. So here she is in the library, determined to find out more about druids and rituals. She's found some ancient dark books that mention druids. She finds a quiet spot in the back to read. Just as she opens the book, a body sits down beside her. She turns and sneers as she finds Chase smiling at her. You might not be able to read body language and context clues, but maybe you can understand plain English. Kaya starts as she lowers her book to the table. I don't want anything to do with you. Stop it. She's a lot harsher than she intended to be, but she's frustrated. And if she can take out some of her frustration on the Nassau werewolf, this'll be it. Alright? Chase raises his hands in silent surrender. I just came to tell you that yes, I have been nice to you for a specific reason. Kaya hates to admit it, but he has her attention. There's something you should know, and it's about your father. It's why you're really here at the school. And why he died? Kaya steals, and her heart starts racing in her chest. She knows she'll regret this, but she can't help it. She's weak. Tell me everything.